TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Hey, girl, we're gonna take it nice and slow. Ah, Sports Radio 92.9, The Game, back at a Chuckery show. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. Chuck Horace gets the first request. That might be one of my favorite openings to a song of all time. I, I remember a few years ago, Jarvis and I played this. And, and again, that was, you know, when we are going to 11, 10 o'clock at night, and... It was like the first time we played it because we had only done the Brown Liquor Music Hour. We didn't do the Brown Liquor Music Hour right away. We kind of built into it. And we played that song for the first time. And I remember, like, driving home that night, I think I listened to that song four times. <laughs> I just I just kept putting it on repeat for how good uh, it was. This, so. was uh, this era was some classic Freddie Jackson. That intro to all of that, I mean, just punches you right in the gut, you know, so... Anyway, uh, 404-726-0929. That is our phone line. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line as well. We're uh, watching the Braves. They're trying to fight, scratch, and claw their way back uh, into this thing a little bit. Um, it's 7 to what? 4 now? Uh, or 7 to 3? 7 to 3 right now. Olsen just homered. Uh, so, again, he's uh, he's doing big things. Ozuna, or, sorry, Olsen is homered. Um, in the game, uh, is that his second home run or no, that's his, yeah, that's his first home run. So he's up to 46 now with uh, 115 RBI. So yesterday's game was the 114th game that Harris had played in this year for the Atlanta Braves. Day day, take a guess how many games that Michael Harris played in last year for the Braves in winning Rookie of the Year. Total? Yes. Well, he came up, what, late May? Mm-hmm. So that would have put him, I mean, what, 80? 114 games. 114, okay. The same exact 114 that, games. Oh, that, in, that, that includes, does that include, that's including postseason? Nope. or just 114 regular season? games. Okay. okay. Now, the other part of this, too, is, he had 400 plate appearances last year. Through 114 games this year, 439 plate appearances. So it's literally two plate appearances different, what he did last year and what he's done so far this year. Now, if you look at his numbers, 
Um, certainly the run scored is down. Part of that is where he hits. Um, 75 runs last year, 61 runs this year. Only three hits different. Again, he's gotten his batting average up to 295, whereas he hit 297 last year. His batting average right now sits at 295. So it's been a remarkable turnaround because, again, he was hitting like in the hundreds, low 200s for a good part of the first part of the season. 339 on base last year, 338 on base this year. The one number that is down is the power. He's got 13 homers this year. He had 19 in the same number of games last year. That also led to he has 20 less runs driven in this year than he does last year. So last year was 19 homers, 64 RBI, 13 homers, 40 RBI. The good news is, is that he's still stealing bases at the same clip. Last year, 20 stolen bases with two caught stealing. This year, 20 stolen bases with three caught stealing. But what is it that's made Michael Harris a better hitter? Well, I'll tell you. Last year was 21 walks with 107 strikeouts. This year, 25 walks with 82 strikeouts. So he's literally cut down his strikeout total by 25%. It's within a couple percent, right? But let's just, for for round numbers, he's got... 20% fewer strikeouts this year. And for what it's worth, he's got almost 20% more walks. It's only four, but still, when you only walked 21 times, when you go up to 25, 20% more walks with 20% less strikeouts. That's a pretty significant turnaround. And that's the big thing. We had talked about all through the season. Even when Michael Harris was struggling and not hitting as well, um, the one thing we were talking about is, hey, he's not striking out as much. You know, he's walking a little bit more. Now, look, the walk number isn't very drastic, but still, it's it's better, and he's got more walks. But... Now he's making outs with contact. And now it, and again, when you get into playoff baseball, you know, pitchers are looking for outs without contact, right? We talk about that a lot. When you're a playoff pitcher, you win as many outs without contact because, again, every time the ball gets put in play, there's danger on the horizon. And you force defenses to make a play, and things tighten up in the postseason. But that is maturity as a hitter to have 25% less strikeouts year over year. And basically the same number of games, same number of plate appearances, uh, almost the same number of at-bats. Everything very similar about Michael Harris <clears throat> and where he's at this year compared to last year. That's the number that gets me excited. And look, could that number, you know, even go down, let's say, next year? Can he shave? Yeah. 
Can he shave down more strikeouts and increase his walk total some? Absolutely. And that's going to make him an even more dangerous hitter. And look, I love Ozzie Albies, and I love him in that two-hole. I've said, though, I think Ozzie Albies is a middle-of-the-order hitter. I think he's a guy who should be hitting in that, like, five spot and being a big-time run producer. But I would love the idea of having Ronnie and Michael Harris at the top of that order. And if Michael Harris can continue to cut down on the strikeouts and increase his walks, you're talking about an ideal number two hitter to hit behind Ronnie. Because Ronnie's not going anywhere. They're not going to change Ronnie up at this point. <clears throat> There's no reason to, right? He's he's completely comfortable and feels great about hitting in that leadoff spot. But, boy, how much fun would it be with the maturity that Michael Harris has that if he can find his way up to the number two spot. And, look, I love him hitting ninth right now because there's no pressure on him, right? But we And we've talked about on this show <clears throat> a thousand times just how impactful – that seven, eight, and nine spot has been in the order, and how important it has been in the order for turning this lineup over and giving more opportunities to Ronnie and Ozzie and Olson and Riley and Sean Murphy and on and on and on and on. That's been one of the big keys is just having that bottom of the order be so productive. and generating more plate appearances for the top guys. But it is fascinating to just kind of see some of the growth of Michael Harris. Now, look, can Michael Harris be a 15 to 20 homer type of guy? Sure. I don't think he's going to be a 40 homer kind of guy or anything like that. But if you told me that he could be 20-20, or, you know, maybe in a really good year, 25-25, 25 homers, 25 stolen bases, and he can cut down another 15 20% on the strikeouts, you've got one of the more underrated, dangerous hitters in all of Major League Baseball. And the fact that he's gotten his batting average up to 295 this season when it didn't look like anything like that was going to happen, Right? It was feeling like at the beginning of the year, sophomore slump and all these kinds of things that went along with it. For for March and April, he hit 200. He hit 167 in May. And then he caught fire. 372 in June. 290 in July. 336 in August. And for this month, before tonight, he's hitting 400. So, again, it's been a remarkable transformation from the start of the year to where he's at now. And I give him all the credit in the world. And by the way, too, his defense hasn't suffered a bit. See the catch he made last night in center field? I think he should win the gold glove. I think either Ronnie and or Michael Harris should be gold glove outfielders in the National League. But he's done some big-time things, and look, he's really turned his season around. But it is it is interesting to look at year over year. It has been a 
big time decrease in strikeouts and and uh and he just drove in a couple of runs. So now it's 7-5 and the bases are loaded by the way. Turning that lineup over, turning that lineup over. He's been listening to me, right? He's heard he heard me tonight. Comes up with a big time big time single. He heard me. But again, it's 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 been, you know, again, his season is getting lost in some ways with all of these other guys, right? Because Ronnie's the MVP of the league. Olsen's going to be near the uh, top of the MVP. Sean Murphy's had a monster year. Now he's out of Oakland. Ozuna and Rosario have had nice bounce back seasons. But Michael Harris has done some real good work. And again, it's playing that position as well. You know, it may not be shortstop, but when you talk about the pecking order defensively, shortstop one, center field could be made to be number two. Maybe at worst three. I don't think center field is less than three as far as importance defensively. Shortstop one, no doubt about that. But maybe center field two, three at most, three at worst, I guess I should say. But he's had a, a terrific year coming out of the doldrums, you know, adjusting. And obviously he dealt with some health issues earlier this year, right? He missed some time earlier this year. But you look, though, that's the thing that you're looking for. Not necessarily his batting average and all that. Everything else is pretty much online. It's a little bit less power, but I can live with that because I want to see the strikeout numbers go down. And last year, look, he was 5-1 to one strikeout to walk, right? This year it's less than 4-1. to one. And, and that's, that's doing some work. I give him a lot of credit for maturing as a hitter through the offseason and, and through this year. Because, again, it didn't look like it was going to be that way, you know, at the start of the season when he really got off to a struggle um, start, you know, with, April, with March, April, and May. It was a real struggle for Michael Harris at the beginning of the year. But he's done some fantastic work, and I give him all the credit in the world, and his defense still hasn't suffered for it. Should win a gold glove. Probably got robbed last year of a gold glove, but maybe he wins it this year. Like Dansby, you know, he had to grow himself into that. Maybe he grows himself into a uh, gold glove this year. But it is it look at look at the numbers and it is pretty pretty remarkable. By the way, too, his he's got a two point nine wins above replacement. That's still a pretty good number. All right, that's life. When we come back, see Tom Brady's got a new gig, plus our top ten as well. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, not to the game, the Odyssey.com app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
news. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's better after investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game back at a Chuckery Show 922 live from the Kia Studios. You know what time it is. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. 404-726-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line to be a part of this show. At JMCH316 at DD Lewis for real on uh, Twitter, by the way. Um I was just looking because I there there have been a few people that have followed me day day from from uh, from the beginning of the show where um, more of these crypto people like it's just it's just crazy like I I, I don't know what I did yeah you you to, there's some kind of you might have replied to someone's tweet too so it, there's no telling but it's it's that's what they do man they set them up to yeah but usually it's like porn stars and <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, sorry. Anyway, um, no, I I don't know what I did, but all of a sudden, like, I I've picked up like, in all honesty, I've picked up like seventy followers today. Nice. I'm, I'm looking because again, I was like, ah, that that's not where I was, you know. This morning, I was looking at my follower count, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, and I start looking, and I'm like, oh my god, like all of these crazy. <laughs> but anyway, so, um. I came across this article. We, we've talked before about coin collecting. You know, uh, I think you have some coins and stuff like that. I've got a few little yeah. things and stuff like that. So Yahoo put out an article of the five most valuable American coins. Okay. Okay. Um, so the most valuable is the 1933 Double Eagle. That's a pure gold coin. 1933 
double eagle. Um, Reese at an auction. It sold for, ready, $7.59. Wow. Yeah. As a coin itself, what is that? A uh, fifty cent per coin? It's a. Uh, those are dollars. Those, those, are those dollars. the double eagles a dollar coin. And it sold for millions. <laughs> a nineteen thirteen Liberty Head nickel. There's only five in existence. Okay, you can mm-hmm. find them. Last year at auction, it sold for four point two million dollars. The nineteen the seventeen eighty seven. Uh, Fujio, I'm not spe- I'm not saying that right. F U G I O cent. Um, it came. It, it's come out that Benjamin Franklin designed money, uh, besides doing all the other things, and he created a cent piece for in 1787 called the Fujio cent. Um, it recently sold for at auction. Uh, where was the number here? Um, oh, it's the first coin ever in circulation. Uh, it doesn't say how much it, it sold here for. A 1969 S. Lincoln cent with double dyed obverse. Lady in Texas found one of these years ago, and it's a it's a it's it's a penny. Um. They say that the the Secret Service had confiscated earlier versions of the U.S., but they said that, I, I guess that um, this 69-cent piece was like, it, it, it has a penny that's got Lincoln's die on it, like it's a nickel, right? It's a, right. But it's a one-cent piece. They <laughs> said that copies can go for hundreds of thousands of dollars. <clears throat> a 1955 double die Lincoln penny. This is one of the most popular error coins ever by the U.S. Mint. Um, copies have sold for over $2,000 on eBay. So basically, it's it's another it's a penny that's got Lincoln um, right. on it, right? Got got the uh, the the double die, I guess, of of Lincoln on it. Um, a 1983 penny with a no mint mark. According to Blake Alma of CoinHub, this rare penny can go for as much as $7,000. Now, we talked about, remember, the president, the um, state coins, yeah. that there were copies of the Georgia right. coin that were selling for thousands and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, because they had that piece of, uh, that one piece of... The, uh, the uh, no, it was the, co- it was the composition of the coin right, where right. it was it was like part silver or something like right. that so again if you can find one of these coins they're worth thousands to millions of dollars how about a coin that's worth 7.59 million dollars we got to find something. something yeah we got to find something something, something we got to find all right have you seen tom brady's newest job have you seen this day, Dave? I saw the headline, but I didn't click it. It said Brady's name, so no, I'm he sick. is <laughs> he is now a long term strategic advisor for yeah. Um, oh, what company was it? It was uh, that's here in Atlanta. Yeah, was it uh, was it Google? It wasn't Google, was it? Delta Airlines. Delta, Delta that's right, Delta. So according to CEO uh, Ed Bastian, 
Quote, bringing a leader like Tom onto the Delta team furthers our mission to connect the world while accelerating our drive to continuously <clears throat> improve for our colleagues, customers, and communities. So here's what they say, and they did not disclose how much they're paying him, by the way. Here's what they say. Delta said that Brady will play a major role um, in marketing and help the Atlanta-based airline develop training and teamwork tools for its more than 90,000 employees. He will also appear on a series of Bastion's Gaining Altitude videos to discuss topics including overcoming adversity. Brady said he and his NFL teammates flew on Delta many times, even celebrating Super Bowl wins on the plane. Um, quote, growing with a mother as a flight attendant, I've always admired uh, the people that make seamless air transportation possible. Is that like not the cheesiest lines that they could come up with? Yeah. Well, I flew many times on an airplane. <laughs> harumph, harumph. Oh, well, my mother was a stewardess. Oh, so that makes you an ambassador, right? I mean, oh, my gosh. I guess this is his side gig until he gets the uh, broadcasting uh, gig. But, yeah, so Tom Brady is now a, a brand ambassador for Delta Airlines. How much does that suck? Uh, today is National <laughs> Read a Book Day. Uh, a favorite book or two? Uh, a time to kill the book because I read the book and uh, before you know seeing the film and uh, I, I it's always been one of my favorite. Yeah, that's books. story of my marriage. Um, <laughs> oh, it's something different. Okay. Stop. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, this is gonna sound very shallow. Well, let, I'll do the non-shallow one. Purpose Driven Life uh, is one of my favorite books. Oh yeah, that's a good one um, that I've read. Yeah. Um, the real shallow one. Uh huh. And I'll tell you, it's it's fantastic, but it's it's it, it is fascinating to read through. Um, Private Parts by Howard Stern. Okay. His first okay. book that he wrote yeah. about his about his life. Yeah. Um, fascinating. I mean, it really it really is fascinating. I mean, and it's unbelievably funny, but it's also fascinating. So there's my shallow one. <laughs> All right. Happy birthday today to, uh, do you know who Michael Winslow is? Uh, I do know the name. I know if I saw his face, I'd know him. He's the guy. That does all the sound effects in Police Academy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The black yeah. guy that, that does all the sound yeah, effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robots and yep. machine guns yeah, and everything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's also Jeff Foxworthy's birthday. Good okay. Atlanta yeah. citizen. Um, does he still live in Country Club of the South with his brother's house right next door to him? I do not know. I do so not know. He lived in Country Club of the South. His brother had a house right next door to him. Ron White lived up in the same neighborhood that Jason Veritek and Mike Smith lived in mm -hmm. um, up in Swanee was that it wasn't no wasn't River Bend it wasn't River Green I, I can't remember what that neighborhood was. I I could drive there and tell you because I did some work in that neighborhood right but um, Jason Veritek lived in there Mike Smith lived in there it's on that golf course in Swanee okay um, it's right up Peachtree Industrial um, but he lived in there he actually put a cell phone tower. On top of his house, so he made sure he always got signal. Wow. Um, and then he would drive over to, Ron White would drive over to um, <clears throat> the comedy club right there at Highway 9 in Alpharetta. Right. Highway 9 in Holcomb Bridge and all that. Uh -huh. um, I forget what that place was called, but he would try some of his new material um, over there. But anyway, um, so with that, tonight's top ten list, as Jeff Foxworthy, one of the famous Atlanta stand-up comedians of, of all time, um, your top 10 favorite stand-up comedians, Day Day, the floor is yours. 
All right. Uh, I've got Bernie Mac okay. on here. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, Chris Tucker, his early stuff. Uh, like, I don't know if you remember seeing him on Def Comedy Jam. And I all, do. I do remember some like, of that. I all love that Chris stuff. Tucker. Yeah. Uh, that's a guy. That's honestly, like, and I know Dukes and Bella met him and all that kind of. That's one of the guys I want to meet. Yeah. That's one yeah, of the guys yeah. I want to meet is Chris Tucker. Yeah. Well, you know, he used to do a lot. You remember when uh, were, you were here when Reed, what was it? The. So over there on Piedmont now, it's called uh, where where the Walgreens and all that. But there was the comedy club used to be that that was a plaza. What was that plaza called? Oh, Rio. Oh, oh. Rio um, something maybe I can't remember. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name. Yeah, of Yeah, but it. he used to do a lot of his comedy over there nice. because that's where they used to kind of fil- they used to film Comic View back then. Okay. Um. So anyway, keeping it moving. Cat Williams. Um. I do like Cat Williams. Kevin Hart gets a lot of, of flack, but his stand up, like I've seen him live, like he has me in stitches whenever I see him. His like, stand up is way better. Yes. Than his movies. Yes. I will give him Definitely credit for that. that. Yes. Stand up is way better yes, without than a the doubt. movies. Yes. His movies are, in a word, dreadful. Yes. Dreadful. <laughs> All right. Of course, a couple of OGs, Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy. Uh, and Bill Cosby, I know, but but you know, if you their early stuff, uh, I'm sorry. Um, Bill Cosby's on my list. And yeah. You can call it controversial if you want. His stand-up is some of the best of all time. Yes. I mean, his stand-up comedy yes. is some of the funniest stuff you will ever listen yep. to. Yep. And it's real life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it hits right at home. Yep. I mean, it sure does. Now, some of it. When he starts talking about yeah. Spanish Fly, yeah, and all that stuff, Fairness Bronca, stuff. Yeah. that in hindsight, when you listen to some of that stuff, right, it's a little bit cringy, right. But the stuff with the young kids with and the kids, the wife, yes, yes, hilarious, yes, yes, home life, hilarious. Yep, um, I got one female, Adele. I don't know if you ever remember her. Um, she's pretty. She's funny. a singer. No, not that Adele. Huh? Not that Adele. <laughs> and then uh, Della Reese. One, no. <laughs> and then number one for me, Dave Chappelle. Man, I love that guy. He's 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 uh he's classic. Seen him live as well, and uh, again had me in stitches laughing so hard. So. All right, I've got uh, I've got Eddie Murphy on my list as well. Um, I've got Bill Cosby on my list. Have you ever heard Red Fox's yes. stand up? Yes. Yes. It's funny because again we know him as Fred Sanford, mm-hmm. but. And and you got a little taste of this in Harlem Nights, but his stand-up comedy is some of the most blue mm-hmm. comedy of all time. Like you talk about talking dirty and filthy, right. like he's got some of the most vulgar talk of all time. <laughs> yeah. um, Norm Macdonald, um, I enjoy his stand-up uh, com- comedy. Um, two of the, two of the other guys in the Redneck Comedy Tour. Um, I love Ron White. I love Ron White. I think it's some of the funniest stuff. I've ever heard. I love Ron White. Um, Bill Ingvall as well. Um, I, I really like Bill Ingvall. Here's your sign. Um, Sam Kinison. Sam um, Kinison, yeah, Some of the yeah. greatest stuff I've ever heard. Don Rickles is the all-timer. He, talk about OGs. Yeah. He's the all-timer. And my absolute two favorite stand-up comedians of all time. Mm-hmm. Dennis Leary. Okay, yeah, Dennis Leary. That yeah. No Cure for Cancer is, I, I will say, for me personally, mm-hmm. No Cure for Cancer is the best stand-up comedy album I've ever heard. And, and mm-hmm. I know Cosby had some great ones. Richard Pryor had some great ones. Obviously, 
you know, again, Eddie Murphy delirious right, and delirious raw, and raw yeah. no doubt about it. But that no cure for cancer is the funniest stuff I've ever heard. It still, to this day, cracks me up laughing <laughs> with some of the stupid things that he says about smoking and drinking and yeah. drugs. That's the one where he red uh, meat. on the on the uh, the special. He had the black leather jacket on. Yes. right? yes, yes, yeah. yep. And then my other all-time favorite stand-up comedian, and I've seen this guy multiple times, um, Nick DiPaolo. Okay. And one of the funniest things he's ever said in his whole life was he talked about there was a guy out in L.A. Mm-hmm. who got shot at a gas station. <laughs> and he said, and, and the news people were out there saying, well, he was at the wrong place at the wrong time. And Nick DiPaolo goes, where the F do you get your gas? <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> like, when your gas tank is on E, where are you supposed to be? You know? I, so it's some of the funniest stuff. And I've seen him three times uh, in concert. I've seen him at the Punchline, uh, p- twice at the Punchline, and at um, that comedy club that's that's there at Holcomb Bridge and, and Alpharetta Highway. I forget that place is called. can't remember what that place is. It's a movie theater, comedy club, all that kind of stuff. But I, I've... I've seen him three times live, and I, I I love him. I think he's one of the funniest people of all time. Um, so hit us up with your list as well. When uh, we get back, we'll talk a little wrestling, R-A-S-S-L-I-N. Uh, we'll talk about payback and the firing of CM Punk. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 9th the Game, the Odyssey.com app. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back at a Chuckery Show. Hanging out at the Key Studios on this Wednesday evening with you. Don't forget, we've got NFL football coming up tomorrow night as the season will get underway. Detroit in Kansas City. Be a lot of hoopla and you know for the Super Bowl champions. So uh, I'm guessing trophy and ring ceremonies and all that good kind of stuff. And should be a good game. I mean, because, again, we don't know about um, Travis Kelsey. Uh, I don't think he's going to end up playing when all is said and done. And then, um, what's his name? Uh, is it Ryan Clark, um, the defensive uh, player? Why am I drawing a blank on um, uh, Chris? Or uh, uh, what's his name? The, the defensive, the, the one big that's defensive holding one. out. Uh, yeah, Smith. It's not not Smith. No, uh, no, no, no. no what is no, it? No. Chris. Uh, what's the boy's name? Uh, Jones. Um, yes. What's his name? Uh, Chris Jones. Sorry, Chris Jones. Um, because he wants a raise. He wants to get paid. Yeah, he wants some more money. And, and, and by the way, Bosa just I about got to say, million. And Bosa yeah. getting the money he got yeah. is, is yeah, not going to help. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but that, that should be a, a pretty good game. Now, um, I do feel bad because, and our buddy um, Rusty called us out on this, uh, called me out on it. Um, I did have Rodney Dangerfield on my list. I actually wrote it down, and I just skipped right over 
the name. I was not paying attention to my notes. And, I again, Rodney Dangerfield is magnificent. I, I had all of Rodney Dangerfield's cassettes growing up. Rapping Rodney, oh, wow. okay. you know, um, no respect. Um, I had all of his cassette tapes. No so, respect is the one that I, I'm most familiar with. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I had all his cassette tapes, so um, so that that's an over that was an oversight. Uh, I, I had him on my list. I just for whatever reason I just skipped right over him. But he's one of the greatest of all time. So, all right, uh, a couple things at the top of the hour, and Day Day is taking over. Uh, an hour or two hours? An hour. Okay. An hour. Um, watched Payback. The WWE pay-per-view. Wasn't a very good pay-per-view. Um, I mean, let me put it like this. The main event was uh, Shaky Nakamura and Seth Franklin Rollins. Uh, it was all right. I mean, I'm, I'm not overly – I mean, I think Seth Rollins is one of the best in-ring performers. But if Nakamura is not a guy that I'm, I'm interested in seeing. I will say, and, and somebody uh, texted me about this uh, or tweeted me about this, the opening match was Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus in a cage. That was by far the best match on the whole card. And Trish, oh, uh, following that, like she's been getting praise, like all the different website blogs and. So yeah, they so Becky won the match, but the who's the other girl that that she was that that, that Trish was, is always with? Yeah, I can't. I, um, don't I forget what her, her name, name is, but but she interfered, and then Trish. Slapped her in the face and all that. Here's the thing, though. Now Becky Lynch is going to wrestle for the NXT Women's Title Champion. Uh, I know Charlotte did that when Rhea was the champion, right? She beat Rhea for the NXT title, but and I know they're trying to. And listen, if you haven't seen Day Day, NXT's ratings have gone up significantly. In fact, they're almost at they're almost at dynamite AEW dynamite levels. Mm-hmm. They've been in the 700,000s. I mean, so um their ratings have been really good, but and they've put some of their stars on. They they've had Rhea Ripley and Dom. They've had done a good job Braun with that. Breaker's a superstar. Yeah. Um but you know, Becky Lynch is now going to be on. So they've they've put some of their heavy hitters on that show to try to prop things up, but mm-hmm. I'm not impressed about her wrestling this girl from NXT or whatever like that, but but that was by far the best match on the show. Um, and believe it or not, maybe the second best match, because I was intrigued by it, but it wasn't as good as what I was hoping for, was Raquel Rodriguez versus uh, uh, Rhea Ripley. Um, two big, thick, physical girls, but um, wasn't as good. And now she's going to get a rematch coming up here. I think it's. I think she's going to have a rematch on Raw mm-hmm. uh, for the title, but... Wasn't as good on pay-per-view, but the rest of the pay-per-view wasn't very good. I mean, no Roman Reigns, no Bloodline, no Cody. Um, just wasn't a very good pay-per-view. So. No, it was very lackluster. Yeah, I, I fast-forwarded through most because I wasn't going to watch it live because I wasn't going to stay up that late to watch it. Right. Um, but I was fast-forwarding through many of the matches. I mean, they just weren't all that that in- interesting uh, or good. That was kind of a throwaway pay-per-view. And I forget what they've got coming up next. Um, fast lane, fast lane is the one I think is coming up next. It's another going to be throwaway pay per view uh, until we get to Survivor Series. Then it'll get interesting because mm-hmm. the champs will wrestle the champs and stuff. I, I'm I'm going to be I will definitely be very interested if because normally the last few years at Survivor Series they go champion against champion, so Intercontinental Champion versus the U.S. Champion. Okay, um, 
If it does end up being Gunther versus Rey Mysterio, that's a very interesting match. Mm-hmm. I think Gunther's fantastic, but that's that's the matchup as of now. But the real matchup that I want to see is if they put Roman against Seth Seth Rollins. I will be very intrigued by that. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't see it. Well, no. they 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 don't wrestle for the titles. Right. So they're not they're no they're not yeah, no they're not title yeah. matches, but that that that's intriguing. That's intriguing. Yeah. I mean again, that, that if, you're would be... get, if you're not going to get Cody, you're not going to get Brock. I think Seth Rollins is the next best in-ring performer that they have oh, yeah. that that would be at that level. So, um and again, the whole shield factor and all that kind of stuff. So, I I'm interested in seeing that match. Um so we'll see. And and I'm very interested um who's the who's the who's the is it Charlotte and Charlotte is the SmackDown champion, is she not? Rhea's the Raw champion. Rhea's Raw and Charlotte SmackDown. Yeah. Okay. That was the best women's match of all time. Yeah. So I'm I'm absolutely interested in seeing those two wrestle again. They they've they stole the show for two of the last three WrestleManias, and they had the best women's match of all time mm-hmm. at this year's WrestleMania. Yeah. So I'm fascinated to see that match. So there could be some very intriguing matchups we get to Survivor Series. And then yeah. you know they'll do all the other shenanigans, stuff like that. All right, let's get uh, quickly here to uh, CM Punk. Um, I think I think they made a mistake. I I, I really do think they made a mistake. I, I know CM Punk is a handful behind the scenes. He's also the biggest star in AEW. Not not Olivier, not the Bucks. He's the biggest star. He's the guy that moves the meter as far as TV ratings and pay per view buys and all that. He's the big star of the company, and they were. The the nobodies, the Jack Perry's of the world, they were egging him on. They were doing everything they could to get under his skin. And he bit. And look, he shouldn't have bit, but that's wrestling. If you think that that fights are new in the world of wrestling locker rooms, you don't know a whole lot. Again, go back to Brett and Sean, right? Yeah. The old the, in Hartford, yeah. Connecticut, mm-hmm. the old hair pole. Yeah. You know? Where where Brett got a clump of uh uh Sean's hair. You know, again, wrestling fights have been around for generations. I mean, that's what they say got, uh, what's that guy? Bru- Bru- uh, uh, Bruiser Brody? Well, got him killed. Got him, got yeah, him killed. Because right? he was stabbed in, in Puerto Rico. <laughs> you know, I mean, again, that's that's what happens in, in fights. I mean, that's, again, wrestlers get in fights. That's as old as the hills. But I thought they made a mistake. I, I don't think it was good business. I, they, they put a lot of lawyer ease into what he said with Tony Khan. And I like Tony Khan. I've had him on the show, talked to him. I, I, I it was a lot of lawyer ease because they're trying to get out of that contract. And when they talked about firing him for cause and all that, that's all legal ease. So I don't think it was the right decision. I think it was a mistake. I do think though that they were goading Punk on, and unfortunately he bit. He bit. He took the bait and he bit on it. So you know, again, part of it is he doesn't have somebody to blame besides himself, but. Those guys did him no favors. The Bucks and uh, you know uh, Jungle Boy and all those guys that are all in that Camp Cucamonga, as they're called. So anyway, all right. When we get back, it'll be time to wrap things up with the Love TKO. Chuck Ray in the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, ninety two nine The Game, and the Odyssey dot com app.
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, O'Reilly Auto Parts It's better over here After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier. And timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.